If you love Haunters Podcast, then you will love the Hard Work Works Fitness app. It's available in your app store right now for download. You can purchase a membership for only $10 a month, and that'll get you three new workouts every single week designed for minimal to no equipment at all. It's designed for all ages and ability levels. You can literally work out anywhere in the world at any time as well. There's no contract. You can cancel anytime and even keep all of your workouts. Hurry up up and download the Hard Work Works Fitness app today and join the hustle right now. Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunter's Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful. With me is a man who eliminated 13 people at the Royal Rumble, but then got kicked in the groin and then eliminated himself. Zach Hilton. Hi, guys. Look, when you get kicked in the balls, you just got to leave the ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love how I just turned you into Brock Lesnar, actually. Yeah, I was um, about to say. I was like, this is oddly familiar. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? You did You did teach me how to be F5'd in the Atlantic Ocean, uh, which oh, was an incredible day. In <laughs> so many times you F5'd me. Uh, but hey, <laughs> I at least know how to sell an F5 now. This is true. Yeah. How many people can say that? Huh? An entire yeah, locker yeah. room last Wait, night said that. I tried that. to teach you. I tried to teach you how to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, you did. I, I, unfortunately, I I don't think I could have worked as hard as Brock Lesnar. You know, the least hardest working man in the business that did thirty minutes in a rumble. Uh, but whatever, uh, you know. Solo kicking ass. I know. I'm just being that guy right now. I know you are. I know the internet is just dumb about that. Like, I, man. you saw a different Royal Rumble. Be happy. It was something not normal. It was the best Royal Rumble probably in the last 10 plus years. I would actually, I would go to say this was my favorite Rumble for the past eight to 10 years. Just because, I mean, like, I always have fun with it because I get a group of friends over. We play yeah. Rumble party game yeah. and that's always fun. But like an actual physically watching a Rumble, this was top notch. The only match that I didn't care about but ended up kind of catching my interest as well was the Open. <laughs> I didn't because you know a lot of people are saying that and I just straight up didn't like it but I'm not hating anybody that did like it I, it was probably smart to open with it but no, I was really sure. I was really hoping we started and ended with a rumble uh that would have been cool as well but we did start with that match and then the rumble went on the women's rumble was pretty badass as well and I gotta say oh, Holly, yeah, Holly man mm. She can uh, she can ask for the manager any day at the restaurant, and I will gladly let her yell at me. Oh, uh, absolutely. And that Santina. Oh, I love girl. that. Dude, I, I loved you, that. I love oh, you, Rob. I yeah, I'm kind of being cruel right now as well because I saw you and Rob having that, but I love that. <laughs> I saw that, and I love that. Sorry, Rob. That was awesome. Uh, so, yeah, uh, as we give our Royal Rumble review here on the- Welcome to WrestleMania talk. Yeah, <laughs> the road to WrestleMania has begun. Who will Drew McIntyre pick tonight on Monday Night Raw? We'll find out on USA Network. <laughs> Uh, I think Mike I have Rome, an idea. Mike Rome would be so proud of you. <laughs> I should. I should send him that. Be like, hey, can I be sure. the next? Can I? Can I get a job with you guys now? 
Can, can Make we, me the ice cream guy. Yeah, can we not talk about how I might have burned my bridges with the WWE a couple years ago for that Richmond event? But either way, hey, uh, have I never told you that ever since that night in Richmond where the tickets that didn't exist happened, uh, mm-hmm. WWE has never gotten back to me on anything ever again. Shut up. No, they sent the makeup tickets. And for anybody out there that's listening, WWE was not at fault with this. I bought tickets that Ticketmaster did not honor and it turned into a big fight. But I ended up writing to WWE as an angry fan going, hey, so you know, Ticketmaster screwed fans, but I did business with WWE as a sports person. And when I tried to get people like Biggie on the show again, I got nothing. And then I wrote again wow. and got nothing. And then I wrote again and got nothing. And I was like, I got the hint. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. You got ghosted by the E. Uh, the E, the E black. I, I got, I got, I see him punks myself, man. <laughs> I, yeah. That's why, that's why so, I was mad about that night. Uh, that was why I was really excited for that night in Norfolk that I, mm. where I was going to work for the WWE and they didn't realize that I was going to be there. Cause I was like, this is my end. I can corner people and be like, why don't you get back to me? Why haven't you called me back, Susan? Hey, hey, yeah. I will never say that. I will never say the person's name. So yeah, we'll, we'll call them Susan. Yeah. I, I literally would be like, I'm not taking that seat. You're going to have an empty seat on television. Tell me why you didn't get back to me. When I messaged you for an interview with the point, huh? Huh? Tell me what's going on, huh? I didn't blame you guys for that night. (laughs) But welcome to your wrestling show. (laughs) No, no, seriously though, welcome to a show that is about uh, Halloween horror nights, haunted attractions, the macabre, all the things that the open does say. But we do like to dive into pop culture relevance and the Royal Rumble was, I'm sorry, just so damn good that I kind of wanted to scream, wow, the WWE nailed a pay-per-view. Hey, I'll put it this way. We'll we'll circle it into the show. The Fiend was amazing. The Fiend was amazing. I loved, oh my God, man. He's, they got rid of the red lights. They did. They did. Even though I love the red lights, but meh, you know what? It, it eventually was going to happen kind of like, because didn't Kane have red lights in the beginning as well for like a That's week? That's what I've heard. I've yeah. heard he had it. I don't remember that. But I mean, like, hey, you tried some stuff. Yeah. I guess maybe there was a couple of complaints or something and they were like, ah, not worth it. Yeah, the internet uh, tweeted out their anger and Vince McMahon listened for once. <laughs> he caves on the right subject. <laughs> he caves on the red light. But damn it, if you ask him to push somebody, oh, hell no. Oh, hell oh, no, God, that ain't happening. Uh, yeah, okay, so one last quick thing about the Rumble before we get into a Halloween Horror Nights rumor, because there is okay. a rumor uh, that we do have to discuss. Uh, how did you feel about the winner, uh, the winner of the women's Rumble? Because um, personally, I, I, I'm, I didn't not- really want Charlotte. I'm not against it because I don't know what road we're about to go down. You true, know what I mean? True. Like, I'm not going to freak out about something that's going to happen three months from now. Yes. Lots so, of story to tell. So, yeah, exactly. There's so much story in the in-between. I mean, the one year The Rock won the Rumble and then he had to fight the big show for the same thing a month later. And I was at that Rumble. So, I was at that Rumble. You were at that Rumble. Yeah. So... 
So, I mean, like, I, anything can happen. I mean, Charlotte could have it, and then Charlotte could lose it to somebody, and then it's another triple threat match. Who uh, knows? Anything can happen for the next three months. But Charlotte won. Cool deal. Uh, Drew won, which that's what I was most shocked about. Yeah. Because, like, you already set up the feud where he eliminated Brock. That was slightly enough all you had to do. But you pulled the trigger... And push the son of the gun to win the rumble. I am shocked. I you literally rocket strapped uh, Drew McIntyre, and now he's relevant. Which is funny because while I while I joke, God forbid you tweet Vince push somebody. I, how many of us have been on the push Drew McIntyre train for the last year and a half now, and have just kind of hit the. It's never going to happen. It's just ne- okay. He's he's going to be Braun Strowman. He's he's going to get moments where it's going to be like ah ah and then they're going to be like no 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 we're going back to roman so that right that's what shocked me about it is once i saw once i saw the final three i was like well no way edge is going to win this unless edge is really going to have like another mini run like brian but right damn it roman again like i just checked out i was like roman i was really like roman's gonna win this thing i checked out so i'm happy that they had the balls to pull the trigger because I think I think they realized that all of us were and the crowd even started to turn too instantly when it was the two of them because everybody was like, oh, here we go again. Great. Yeah. Golden yeah, absolutely. golden boy. But yeah, no, I'm excited for Drew. I'm really excited to see the next three months of storytelling that's going to see Drew McIntyre not have that main event match. Uh, so <laughs> listen, we oh, want God him to be pushed. It. It's not going to happen. But either way, uh, that's for your wrestling show. We'll go further into that. Uh, but right now we are in Hunters. Yeah, that's a Patreon exclusive. That's a Patreon. Make sure you go to Patreon slash Hunters Podcast. Sign up. That's going to be on the $0 tier. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's from the Patreon back in 2013. Yes. 14? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Some the show of you ended this. in 2015. So yeah. That would I still have the last awards. So, you know, we, oh, we could always do the awesome. uh, we could always do the YWS awards again. But yeah. Yes, uh, there is a Halloween Horror Nights rumor out there because we do specify more in uh, Halloween Horror Nights and Universal. So, Zach, what's this yeah. HHN30 rumor that's got the internet uh, starting to light up? All right. So this comes from uh, HHNunofficial.com where they release a lot of things, uh, rumors and stuff. You know, Chris Ripley is the head of this organization who, you know, writes many books about guides and uh, all the fun facts about HHN. So they are reparable. You know what I mean? So I, I believe... I believe they they are going I with believe, what I believe, everything's I saying. Exactly. <laughs> so this rumor, and I I'm excited about talking this to you because okay. this is it's in your wheelhouse, baby. Oh, so okay. oh my god, the this, Walking Dead. Yes, they're <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> they're two spinoffs. We haven't gotten Fear the Walking Dead yet. Come on. Exactly. Um, so this says rumor why people are saying Billie Eilish is coming to HHN. Oh my God. So this is it. I'm not going to go through the whole article. If you want to read the article, go to uh, HHNunofficial.com to learn about everything. But it says one, she already works with Universal. Her record company is Universal. So she's already in that product. Someone tweeted out being like, just swallowed my mind. Um, 
and heart for 43 minutes straight and i couldn't be happier go buy her new s now can this album be a maze at hhn which hhn replied with that would be a very interesting collaboration collaboration love her video for bury a friend Mm. so they actually you know they they responded so you know that's automatically going to get people on fire there um number two her music is popular and would fit hhn number three uh not in just the houses a lot of people are wondering are putting her with like the marathon of mayhem show like what if they did the water show to her music and then uh uh, she's a huge HHN fan. Apparently she loves mm-hmm. going to it. She was both at the 2018 and 19, uh, RIP tours. Yes. Um, and then number five, uh, HHN has experience working with musicians like slash Ozzy zombie, Alice Cooper, um, all these people. So there's a chance Billie Eilish could be in some fashion in this thing. Wonderful. If you were a guessing man, mm-hmm. what would you want to see or what could you see of oh Billie Eilish God. being in it? Oh, my God. Uh, I want it all. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know i am uh, been big on the Billie Eilish train since it was probably weird. 18, no, baby! Uh, I mean, no. Now I'm on a different version of the Billie Eilish ta- train since she turned 18. <laughs> but I've been on the Billie Eilish train since I got uh, transitioned into the the hit music radio and right. first heard her and I was like, oh, hey, somebody that actually makes music that caught my ear when I have to listen to music all day and it all kind of merges into one thing. This is different. What the hell is this? And I have the album. I love the album. I mm-hmm. I think, though, that if you're going to do it, uh, maybe you could turn it into some form of a house because there is enough of the creepy kind of music that she has where you can kind of do something like different rooms, kind of like how the Rob Zombie House of a Thousand Corpses uh, right. incorporated the music video aspect of it. I think you can do kind of something like that with a different song in each kind of room of the house. Right. Um, I do like the idea, though, of use, uh, utilizing her music for um, uh, a show as well, depending on what the show is this year, like what IPs you have and stuff like that. I could see them using like All the Good Girls Go to Hell uh, even bad guy, uh, you can mm-hmm. use that one because that you know, like there are some good tunes of hers that you can sneak in there and kind of have fun with that. That's where I see it, though. I, I don't know if it would work for Scare Zone because her style is weird and unique and interesting. I don't think it's. Scary. Yeah, I don't think her riding a tricycle is gonna scare yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, like. She's just unique. She wears the oversized yes. clothes and stuff like that. It's not like Marilyn Manson right. where we're like, did that dude have his rib cage ripped out so he can like do things every guy has tried at least once or let's be real a handful of times. Like What are you talking about? Oh, that Trying time what? Uh that time that Marilyn Manson like allegedly got his rib cage out so he could uh, you know, just give himself um Palacio. And then um oh. Oh, okay. I just wanted you to say it. Yeah, I know. I was trying to find the uh, the, the the best way to say it. I was like, do I just call it head, blowjob, 
sucking dick, sucking his own wow. cock. You know, not, we're just not. we're just gonna go for it here. I mean, we're just gonna celebrate it now at this point. Wow. We're we're gonna lose yeah, yeah. all of our endorsements right now. I tried uh, to earmuff you. Yeah, hard work works. Going yeah, that's a letter. Uh, you know what? It's cool because uh, you know you don't have to worry with all the about all those things happening. Ooh, Carol there, so. from HR is going to be pissed. <laughs> Bring it on, Carol. Uh, I'm not worried about you, but yeah, you know, so uh, she's not weird like that. She's not scary. Right. Right. That's all I was trying um, to say. Okay. That's fair enough. And you know, I've been trying to wrap my head around this all day of being like, what exactly could she do? I don't, yeah, I'm not with you. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, scare zone, not going to happen. A house that seems too, too much for something so new, if that makes sense. Like, it's one thing with Rob Zombie getting his music or Alice Cooper, since it's over the years and horror-themed. There's one thing I could think of, and I don't, I'm don't. i not mad at it. I, I can get behind this. Um, you know, Like, you know how the Academy of Villains have a show, and it's like Academy of Villains uh, Monster Nights or whatever, yes. right? I can see them doing something like... Uh, uh, Academy of Villains Monster Nights featuring the music of Billie Eilish. Okay, that like, would work. That's how the title card would be said in my in my eye. I think I think Academy of Villains or even if and if you want to do both West Coast East Coast because it's not a guarantee it's going to be on both coasts. But I know the West Coast has the Jabberwocky, so if it's like the Jabberwockies featuring the music of Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. same with um um, the Academy of Villains, who knows? So that's all I see it. I mean, it's still just a rumor. It could just be, hey, we want to use her music in the streets and stuff like that. But that's what I see. That's that's actually, that could work as well. That's Yeah, that's, that to that's me pretty... is the best case scenario yeah. for her. Yeah, I mean, either way, I feel like, see, the thing is, is that this rumor, if you had told me this rumor... Honestly, before Sunday, I would have been like, ah, okay, this makes sense. But now since she just did something that no other 18-year-old has ever done at the Grammys, I see, I like your idea and I feel like HHN will find a way. Specifically the Hollywood one. I don't know if this makes its way to Florida. That's the other thing about this is this could end up just being a Hollywood thing because Billie Eilish is the... She she's the L.A. girl. That's, she's the Hollywood. Yeah, girl. she's the Hollywood right. girl. She goes to the Hollywood location. Not to say again, they wouldn't roll her out to Florida. Uh, right. You know, because everybody kind of does. I think Rob Zombie even came out to the Florida one, and he's a Hollywood guy. Right. But that's the other thing I could see. I could see them kind of just keeping Billie Eilish to the Hollywood one, and then Florida be like, "Yeah, we're gonna do like Alice Cooper or something like that." Right, uh, you know, or just not go a music route over here. But either way, I right. Either way, since since the Grammys now, I really feel like they want her in some capacity involved. Yeah, I mean, it it makes sense. It's a HHN has become a staple, especially in Hollywood. I think for the the actor or the celebrity going to a Halloween event, I think HHN pulls in that stuff. I think with her being a universal artist, they are going to be prominent of that. And I mean, like 
yes, she'll be featured, but I can also see like, oh, there's going to be a YouTube video of her going through the houses and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, it is a show. So we're going to watch her watch the show. So it's kind of cool. I'm into it. I'm not, I'm not against it. I will, I will actually even say this. If it is Academy of Villains featuring her music, I'd go see the show. I'd I'd be a lot more intrigued to go see that show as well because I'd be like, ooh, what songs are they going to use? Ooh, how are they going to turn right. her? Because her songs, and if it, you, if you put her songs in a specific order, you could tell an interesting story through dance and, and all that. And, and you don't know if they were like, hey, we're gonna put your music, but do you want to make an exclusive song for oh, HHN? She would probably do that as well. I mean, she and at, right now she is. Here's the other thing too. This could be a rumor because she is so damn hot right now and everybody wants a piece of the Billie Eilish cash money train that this rumor could end up dying in like three months after the Bond movie comes out where it's like, okay, she's she's literally going bye-bye now because she's going to vanish for another year until new music. Yeah, uh, like, that's there's, absolutely There's possible. that possibility as well, I could see, but, but like... Because when you throw out the idea of her writing an exclusive song, I'm like, yeah, but she, her and her brother are working on the Bond one, and then would they want to work on an HHM one? And it might be Billy's thing, but is it her brother's thing? And they're, they're writers together. Like, It's weird how much I know about Billie Eilish. Uh- <laughs> it's because she's 18 now. <laughs> it's true, legal. But again, also, I, I, I blame my job because there's one artist, very few of the artists that I... I hate that I'm saying this. This could get me in trouble, but very few of the artists we play, I actually am like, oh, I like them. Oh, I like them. She, right. She's one of the ones that I was like, who the hell is this? And that was when her slow song, When the Party's Over, came out. I was like, oh my God, this song right. is great. It's such a slow piano ballad. Yeah. 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 I, I like her music. I haven't dove. I haven't dove into her discography yet no, I, I do mean, like the singles but you I know, mean, you know I'll, I'll see what you're, happens you're I also married time. you're also married and not a creep like me so you know okay fair point by the way if you hear my screaming kid out there don't mind him he's okay he's a monster uh, he's an eater of worlds baby he is an eater of worlds so yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> he also would eat Billie Eilish and devour Whoa! her Whoa! I don't know Whoa. where I went with that. I was trying to find a way to get back on the Billie Eilish topic, Whoa. but I made it you weird. You know what? That was, that was not a nightmare. That was a frightmare sentence. And Ooh. speaking of frightmare, we have an interview with the owner and operator, Mark Curling, right after this break. Let's go to break, wonderful. Don't you say a word. Billie Eilish. <laughs> hey there, podcast fans. I am Cassie, and I'm the host of Disflix and Tidbits my solo movie podcast about Disney Company movies from the past, present, and coming soon. And all the little extras, movie news, and experiments on nostalgia in between. Come for the childhood memories, stay for the deep dives into your favorite movies. New episodes every other Wednesday. Tune in to Disflicks and Tidbits. Subscribe for free wherever podcasts are found. Standing there, killing time. Can't commit to anything but a crime. Leaders on vacation, an open invitation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and I'm kind of going to leave this one because I actually have, I think, more of a personal relationship with um, our guest at this time because I go to this uh, amazing haunt called Frightmare, 
And when I go, I get, um, I'm not going to say violated. That's, that's not fair. (laughs) But, um, right now I want to introduce to you guys. He's been on the show before he, uh, was talking about his prep of his 2019 Halloween season, but you know, that has come and gone. We are getting ready for 2020. And right now I would like to, uh, welcome to the show, Mark Curling, owner and operator of Frightmare Chesapeake. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you. (laughs) we had a little we had a little round of applause going there (laughs) thank you thank you for being here thank you um so if you've listened to the episodes before i have interviewed mark about the 2019 season and it was you know he was in mass prep to get ready for Frightmare's uh, Halloween season. And it sounded really awesome. And if you've heard our reviews, it was awesome. I mean, it was just amazing. I think you guys top every time, like every year you guys get better and better. But this year you incorporated the, uh, you know, you can touch me flavor of the haunt. How did it go this past season with that new feature? <laughs> well, it, it, it went real well. Um, I guess one of the first things, just to throw in a, a little fact, is that the uh, the average full contact customer, it's about mm-hmm. 60% women, 40% men. What? So that was a, that's a little bit of a surprise in itself. That the women go for <laughs> wait, full wait, contact, wait, wait. you know. So- uh, touching thing than more than the men do. Really, um, that is shocking yeah. because I feel like the, every group that I came with to Frightmare this past year, between the regular season and Frightmare Before Christmas, it was only me doing it in my group. Though there were like my son who went, he can't wait to be eighteen to do it because he was loving watching me go through it. But it, it really is just slightly more women are going through it, and how do they react? to it um you know i find that women are tougher (laughs) (laughs) Um, and i'll give you a reason i mean uh with the full contact you know came uh, more crazy things happening because people get more you know they they get more terrified they get uh they lose all logic i think is probably the best word because there was some crazy stuff that went on um in the finale, when we try to really ramp it up and kind of send people out, um, we had uh, several instances, many instances, where an actor would kidnap a guy's girlfriend or wife, and the guy would run straight out the door and just leave her behind. So <laughs> those relationships will probably change forever. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I don't like that you're putting my stuff out there on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and they, if they if, when they listen, they know who they are. Um, oh yeah. So they're probably yeah, no. probably divorced or single or looking for someone by now. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had with with the contact. We had a let's see. We had a um, we had one customer that was running through this area where all these clowns are, uh, running from one of our clown actors, and she beheaded a clown, um, and it fortunately was a prop. <laughs> but I think <laughs> oh, she my God, really? That's, that's, that's incredible. That's um, incredible. Yeah. Now, do you yeah. – uh, I was, I was going to ask, Mark, do you see a lot of 
uh, stuff get broken by the females or by the men in these full contact things? Because you mentioned one girl decapitating. I can imagine more stuff gets broken by accident. Yeah, um, most every uh, Friday and Saturday especially, um, I will be there during the day repairing things from the night before. Um, because <laughs> we ramped it up a lot this year, and with the full contact, people go a little bit more crazy. We try to make things pretty sturdy and, and very safe. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a process of, uh, you know, fix-up, repair. That that goes on all the time. Most um. So, you know, through the 2019 season, you're repairing a lot, but you're also adding a bunch in. I do believe when we last talked about it, you you update the house 60%, correct? Yeah, From we, each year? we go for changing up more than half of the haunt every year. Um, we've already uh, changed up. Uh, we made two major changes already in time for our uh, event coming up on the 15th, Love Bites. Uh, so people right. that come in for that will be kind of getting a sneak preview of, of a couple of the major changes. Wow. Okay, so yes, we are talking to Mark Curling from Frightmare. You can find Frightmare on Facebook. Just search Frightmare VA. They're located at 1905 South Military Highway, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23320. Before we talk about these new additions to it the 2019 season from regular to frightmare like do you see the event growing so much because like you are doing two special events before normal haunt season begins in 2020 has has it been a very progressive uh experience for you no it most definitely yeah we i mean uh you know it, it's been more popular than we'd ever hoped but we also felt like we were kind of filling a little bit of a void around here for having something that was a bit more on the serious, more intense uh, experience. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we're, you know, we, we keep the changes coming and uh, we try to keep it fresh. Uh, we get our actors to, uh, you know, to change it up all the time. They don't do the same thing two times in a row. If you come in on a second time, most people say it was different. Even though physically it wasn't different during the season, uh, it's still a different experience because we try to get the actors to change it up. They don't. They try not to do the same thing twice. Um, so yeah, it's it's always in a state of flux, um, and that's what keeps it fresh. Uh, right, so. right. Well, right. it's definitely behind the scare actors that really do change the atmosphere because, I mean, I've gone multiple times. It's my favorite haunt in our region that you can go to. So I can't, like, I can't give you guys enough praise, but your scare actors are very, very good at their job. Do you give them notes throughout the times? Because spoiler alert, you are able to watch like everything that's going on because Frightmare had provided us with footage of me going through the house, screaming <laughs> bloody, bloody <laughs> curls, but my favorite things that I've ever seen. But you know, through each night, do you give notes? Do you guys like work on your craft and stuff like that? Because the the scare actor is a very important role in this to make people want to come back to get the crap scared out of them. Yeah, the actors are everything. I, I can I can give them all of the, the the props and the experience and and everything, but they provide the pop. They provide the real uh, the real deal when it comes to scaring people and giving them a good experience. 
but each night, uh, yeah, each night after every night, we we you know get together and people talk things over and they they share stories as well. Um, <laughs> and when they do share their stories, uh, they find out when people react a certain way, they know wow that really worked well. And mm-hmm. so, you know, everyone shares that information. Now, Mark, uh, kind of piggybacking off of the scare actor thing there from Zach, uh, I'm curious: <laughs> is it? Is it a rotating group of scare actors, or is this the same kind of cast that you've been with for a couple of years? Like, people come in and they stay, or it, does it change season to season? Like, is Love Bites going to be different uh, from the Frightmare Before Christmas we got this year, different actors? It's uh, The actors rarely are, for the most part, I'd say most of them, the ones that return, they are a different character um, each year, or different costuming. Um, some of them, several, are something different almost every night. Uh, they go to a, a lot of trouble to, you know, do what they do. And some of them are just really, really great at costuming. So they change it up every night, a lot of them. Um, we have a crew of around 30 or so uh, that, uh, wow. that we rotate through. Uh, and for the most part, I would say probably at least 75% of our actors return each year. And this year, from what I understand, will be even a higher percentage than that. Um, which wow. is great because we always want some, some, some new blood, but, uh, you know, by and large, the people that we have, a lot of them have been with us now for several years and they're just, they're great at what they do. Yes, awesome. they are absolutely great at what they do. And especially one talking about scare actors is one that I want to talk about right now is tiny. <laughs> Tiny is a psychopath. <laughs> and I mean yeah, we, we have a couple of those. Because, <laughs> because I'm proud to, I'm he, proud to say. <laughs> he, he has hitched his uh, right into my soul because I don't think, I, I mean, ever since I've been coming there, like I've been talking about this giant creature that is at Frightmare and he has a grip that you cannot break. You cannot get away from him. You're basically just going to do anything he says to do. And then maybe he'll let you go to continue. So yes. tiny, Tiny, and he's gotten in touch with us. He's messaged us on Facebook and Twitter. When I'm live streaming, he's like, Tiny is watching. I mean, he's really into it. <laughs> but, oh, big time. Yes. <laughs> but, and if I'm right, if this is still the deal, um, February 15th at Frightmare Love Bites, it's his last event. Is this correct? That's right. It's his swan song. Uh, he's, he's leaving the area. Uh, right. And, uh, so he's he's cooking up something special, and I don't even know what it is yet, but he's he's working on it. Has he given <laughs> Has he given you like any type of tease of like I'm thinking this or this, or just nothing? He's just silent on this. Oh, uh, he he's throwing a couple of things my way. I, we met just uh, um, just on Saturday, as a matter of fact, and he uh, came in to check out some of the uh, some of the changes that we have made inside the haunt, so that he could kind of get an idea as to what maybe he would do. So, yeah, he, he always likes doing something different as well. We encourage that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people to think outside the, outside the box when it comes to costuming and everything. We don't, you know, we don't really do like Freddy Krueger and Jason and stuff like that. We, we, do, we try to be a little bit more original um, and, you know, just more macabre stuff. Um, 
So, I mean, you, you know, you've seen that in there. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I was going to say like one of my favorite things was the end of the 2019 season one where it, uh, it was the cornfield where That's the right, lady's yeah. yelling at me. And there's uh, uh, kind of like I would say a scarecrow type person that ran to uh, ran after us, but like oh. that character was intense. <laughs> they they all say that they lose weight working there because um, <laughs> they're just you know the adrenaline's pumping, so they don't realize just just how much they're exercising. Uh, at the end of the night, they always say they go home and they sleep real good. So. <laughs> Oh, I, they, they also and love then, it. I can tell you right now, almost all my actors said the same thing. It's a release for them. Uh, people go in there. It's kind of a release for people, too. But uh, for the actors, it's it's a release for them. They can take their frustrations out on the customers and get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win. Yeah. So much. yeah. Um, so, you know, like I said, Tiny is leaving. But one of the cool things I got to meet Tiny outside of Frightmare in person and had a great conversation with him and all of you, because you guys went to go like to another haunt. And I was wondering, do you do that often? Do you like go support other haunts, check out other people's stuff to like support the community? And, you know, also it could spark ideas to come for your own event and your own horror stories that you want to tell. Yeah. Well, we, uh, my wife and I, we, we've always liked uh, this kind of thing because we've always kind of done it ourselves, even if it was on, you know, just at the home level. And mm-hmm. um, so we, whenever we're not open, if someone else happens to be, we like to, we like to go. Um, yeah, we, we support uh, everything that everyone else does, uh, uh, at least, at least in our minds, if, if not monetarily, we, you know, we, we see that, uh, we don't see competition. We see everyone that's doing something is all good for, um, the scare cause, <laughs> you know, um, anything to promote Halloween, like you guys do. Um, it's, uh, it's all good. Competition is good. Um, so yeah, we, uh, wow. we will visit other haunts whenever we can. Um, cause we enjoy that kind of thing. Uh, as far as awesome. getting ideas, I mean, I'll be honest, um, I try not uh, to uh, copy anybody. Right, um, right. We try to be very original. I, and I see some things that others do, and I go, wow, that was really great. Uh, and, yeah. and that's where it stays because we don't uh, normally yeah, no, no. do that kind of no, trust me. I've I've been through a lot of the hunts around here and elsewhere. You guys are legit your own thing. Yeah, as much as we much as possible. I mean, if if it is an idea that we got from somewhere else, we try to make it our own. Now, Mark, uh, you mentioned that you've loved going to these haunts, these attractions. You and your wife have been doing it, and kind of hit up anyone you can. I'm curious. Is there like is is there ever one that you came across that? doesn't have to be local. It could be anywhere that you guys have traveled to. Is there just one that you can think of right off the top of your head that you're like, wow, that was, that was a haunt. That was a, that was a good place that, that scared us that, mm-hmm. that hit all of these right notes. Like, cause I imagine when you walk through them, you, you're, you're looking at them differently than a normal uh, person that attends yeah. haunted attractions. More analytical, you know, and I'm also like pretty impossible to scare. Um, <laughs> But but uh, what I look for when I go into a haunt is did I enjoy it? Because I mean, for them to scare me is is, is kind of reaching. 
Um, but I did have one experience many years ago in a haunt that wasn't even in the U.S. It was in Canada. Uh, mm. And that is the only haunt that ever got me. Um, and it was because it was there was no direction. When you went in uh, into the darkness, uh, there was no hallways. It was just this gigantic empty room that you meandered through, and you didn't know where you were going or how to get out. And uh, I was in there for what felt like forever. And uh, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I, I finally see an exit light in the distance, and I start bolting for the exit light because I've had enough at this point. <laughs> and I hit that exit door. Boom! I mean, I just blew that door open. And when I did, there was all these little ladies looking at shot glasses in the gift shop. <laughs> I felt like an idiot. I'm standing there breathing like a bear that had been running through the woods for an hour. And all these women are standing there shocked to death, uh, holding their souvenir mugs and everything in the gift shop. So apparently they own the gift shop, and they just had you exit the and see the gift shop. But that oh one got gosh. me. I don't even remember the name of it. Um, but it was at Niagara Falls in Canada and it got, so, uh, props to them. They, uh, they were the only one that's really, you know, un- unnerved me. Wow. Well. That's awesome. No, I'm glad not all of us can be like you, Mark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through these things, screaming my lungs out on a daily. <laughs> Um, but getting into this year, like I'm very excited because I've always thought that haunts could go year round because of, you know, you get horror movies that come out in January and February and like even the summer and, you know, Halloween actually for a weird reason, I feel like horror movies stay away from don't get that, but that's another story. But I've always felt like haunts could be longer than what they're doing. And you guys are doing it. You have two special events. Let's talk Love Bites real quick. Like you said earlier, you've been working on a couple of rooms. So once again, you're updating this thing to make it feel like we haven't experienced this before. Are you like, are you nervous for this one day event, February 15th? Or is it like exciting that you're trying something new? Yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a kind of a dip our toes in the water thing. Uh, really, what we're doing because we've never really done anything other than primary before Christmas after season. But uh, right. because we're in a position where we lease our space year round anyway, um, mm-hmm. so we're in the same location year after year. We don't we don't have to pick up and move or redo. Um, so that allows me to you know try these things. So we figured, okay, we'll just we'll try a couple of events. Um, we'll do it on a Saturday night. Um, we always have a rule: we're open from a certain time to a certain time. That if you're in line by that closing time, you get in. So whether, you know, whether we, uh, if we say in line by nine, we may be there till eleven, eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night. Um, right. So you know, we we work it that way so that everyone gets gets to come in. Um, so. So yeah, it's it's definitely it's it's a try it out. If 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 uh, you know if, if these two things uh, get a good reaction, we we get uh, a good amount of people, then who knows? We might do uh, St. Patrick's Day or Independence Day or the first day of dove hunting season. I don't know. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. I just, We're I just going to, to get a boxing I just day have to time them year. so that uh, they're in between our remodels, and that's that's okay. where it's tricky. Um, 
because we like to change things around um, in between so that when people come in for Love Bites, they're going to see something different, uh, not just the decor and the way the actors are presented and everything else in the theme, but that's actually a physical change going on. Uh, and the same thing will be true for our Easter event. Yeah, you keep you keep teasing it, and you even uh, tease it on your guys' Facebook page that if you come out to Love Bites, you're going to be one of the first ones to experience two big changes for the haunt season this upcoming year. Obviously, you can't tell us everything, but I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't try to probe a little bit and find out. Sure. Can can you maybe give us a little hint of what these big changes are? Yeah. Well, uh, I can tell you that one of the main things is that it's going to be a much, much more physical experience. Um, so, uh, I mean, you know from... I don't know if you went through a certain place or you went to a door not last year, um, but uh, there's places where you're not going to be standing up. <laughs> I can tell you that. Uh, wow. And, okay. Yeah, you're going to have to negotiate certain uh, certain areas, not necessarily well, on your feet. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and it won't be a choice. So, I mean, you know, you, you'll, <laughs> you'll just have to do it one, the, one way or the other. Um, oh my God. So without, you know, needless to say, we're not wheelchair accessible, but, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's oh a much God. more physical experience. I can tell you that. And, uh, we've, we've taken two rooms and completely, as much as we love some of these sets that we do and some of these rooms that are very successful, people love them after a year or two, we wreck them. We take them down and to do something else because we don't want people walking through and going, Oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. Because when you remember it, it's not as scary. You're right. So, right. Try to keep it fresh as much as possible. So we do, we change over half of the haunt every year and we've, uh, we've changed, made those two changes. And then once we finish up for love bites on the 15th between that and when we do happy feaster, uh, we're going to make <laughs> some more changes. Oh, so there will be will there be a little change for uh, Feaster? Yes. Or, We're going to be oh, more, so more changes be, wow. for Happy Feaster. Wow. And then, of course, uh, all of our big changes then will take place uh, between uh, after Feaster's over and our opening in September. So we always what? open early. We open earlier than everybody else, but um, uh, it gives our actors time to really get acclimated. Not like people that don't come in September don't get all the bang for their buck. Um, right. But we just like opening early so that, because uh, um, we were at pretty much at capacity all of October last year anyway. So mm -hmm. this allows more people, more chance to come in. Right. What? When is the date for the Feaster one? Is it one day as well? That's one day as well, Saturday, April 12th. Uh, so that's the day before Easter, whereas Valentine's okay. is the day after. So they're both after. on Saturdays. Okay. Okay, both cool. Seven, so seven and nine. If you're in line by nine, you get in. So don't let the nine o'clock closing scare you. you. You get in line by nine, you're going to get in, even if the line is, you know, an hour or so long, you're getting through. Yeah, because sometimes you guys have a creepy clown out there just harassing the folks. So you'll get scared one way or another. <laughs> oh, yeah, we try to entertain people when you're waiting. I mean, because we, we do get – we've had as much as three-hour waits. Um, wow. But we have done some things to cut the wait down this year as well without lessening the experience. We have a much faster check-in system 
and everything else. Uh, and we've upgraded to 5G. And so things are going to move quicker at the ticket area, which means the lines will, line will move quicker as well. Oh, wow. That's it's, pretty it's rad. Gonna take, it's going to take people 25% longer to get through the hunt this year than last year, Ooh. easily. Really? Okay. Yeah. We have... Uh, oh. You know, we have two additional hallways and uh, another room that I won't say much about, but it's uh, going to be a lot more time involved in there. Wow. Also, oh, also my God. Special events oh, we're, um, we're going to be doing this year. We're going to, after we get past Easter, we're going to be having a uh, poll and let our, our Facebook fans decide uh, on what type of special event they'd like to see. Ooh. Uh, are you going to leave that to an open discussion or set a poll like four days? Set up, set up, a, set up a poll, let them, let them vote on, on different ones. We'll give a brief description of what each event would be. Okay. Uh, we've got a couple, two or three different events that we want to try that we haven't done before. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to set up a poll and let the people decide which one they'd like to see. We always mm-hmm. do blackout. Everyone loves blackout. Um and Soul Survivor last year, you know, everyone fell in love with that. That's why we went with the full contact option to start with, was because of Soul Survivor, which was just a all full contact night. Wow, that's wild! And I uh, now that we're diving into this uh, season, do you have an opening date for uh, fall yet? Do you know how long you plan on stretching it out? Uh, we always. Always open up mid-September. Uh, okay. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but uh, normally it's uh, this, uh, the second Saturday in September. We'll be posting okay. that uh, right after our uh, our Easter, Happy Feaster event. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's it's normally mid-September. Last, uh, last year was the 12th, the year before was the 11th, so it's always right in there. Oh my gosh. Okay. So before we go, um, I just want to make sure what's the Facebook people can go to, to, um, you know, vote on this poll when it's up there or like your page. What, uh, what's your Facebook page? Uh, experience frightmare. Experience frightmare. Okay. Um, and now this is my favorite part. So you have this thing where, you you want some crappers. You get a lot of pissers. We need some crappers. Oh, yeah. Did you get any crappers from this past fall season into Frightmare oh, yeah. Before Christmas? Well, I actually have those. I have those statistics. Um, <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah, because I'm proud of this. <laughs> in an evil way. Um, in 2018, we had 33 pissers. And in 2019, we had 93. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, that's good. That's a that's a lot of that's a lot of peers. Um, <laughs> yes, it we is. had uh, we had we had a lot of. We, we don't have a count of how many people uh, did the crap their pants ordeal, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know that there were there was there was two or three of those uh, that people that said, "Oops, I you know crap my pants." Um, <laughs> Because that going back to our first year, we had a we had first couple of years we had a T-shirt so that crap my pants of frightmare um, because of a guy <laughs> that happened to yeah lose it uh, mm-hmm. at frightmare that one night so so we, we made a T-shirt 
kind of an honor of this guy. Whoever he is, if you're out there, dude, you need to come in again and stink up the place. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) It took a while to clean up. Well, don't worry. I plan on coming and peeing and crapping, and I think I'm going to be your first vomiter. (laughs) You know what? We haven't had a vomiter. You bring up a good point. We haven't had a... We haven't had a vomiter so far. I'm pretty um, sure Tiny's goal in his farewell swan song is going to try to make Zach Hilton vomit. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's the way that Tiny would want to go out with, with Zach Hilton's vomit all over him. Right. Yeah, that would uh, that'd be great, yeah. I would like it. <laughs> oh, Mark, we thank have, you We'd so have much. it on tape one way or the other, so it would be good. That's true. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, once again, we uh, – we're talking to Mark Curling, owner and operator of Frightmare Chesapeake. You can find them on Facebook. Search Frightmare. They're on Twitter, Frightmare VA. And uh, February 15th, they are doing a special Frightmare Loves Bites. Please come out to this event because I not only want this to go successfully well, I need Happy Feaster to do so well. So my goal is finally reached where Mark decides to do once a month a haunt. That's my whole goal. (laughs) Uh, But Mark, thank you once again for coming on, sir. Hey, this is Josh. And I'm Rob. And we are from the Diz Noids Podcast. Join us each week as we try to keep our random ramblings in check. That's right. Dive into our cauldron with the sweetness of recipes from theme parks to movies to music to comics to any and everything we can talk about. Our jibber-jabber knows no boundaries, but our expertise in these fields will be sure to make your ear holes smile. That's right. Follow us each week with our episodic adventures with a side of sarcasm to lead us through the magical forest of pop culture. You can find us where all podcasts are found, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and even on Facebook. Just search The Disnoids. That's right, my wonderful, wonderful friends. As always, stay metal. All right, welcome back to Haunter's Podcast. That was a great interview right there with Mark. Got to thank him again, obviously, for coming on the program. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming on, doing this interview, figuring out who are the peers, who are the crappers. Go find out for yourself. Make sure you go to Frightmare <laughs> Love Bites, February 15th. If you're there before 9 p.m. or at, like at 9 p.m., you will be guaranteed going in. So that's pretty great. Eater of Worlds, calm it down. I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's just getting ready but, for Billie Eilish. Yeah. Oh, God. No. Okay. So Frightmare, <laughs> find them on Facebook. Uh, they're easy to find. They're the one in Virginia. So it's 1905 South Military Highway Chesapeake, Virginia, 23320. That's their address. Be there February 15th. Let's get this thing going. Yeah, man. Let's get this thing going because uh, as as we kind of hit on in the interview, if this goes well and then the say uh the St. Patrick's Day, ha, huh, the um the Easter one goes well. Happy Feaster. Then we might get more of these, and then we could see more of these, and then you get more of these, and when things go good and you get more good things for coming out to fun things so if you want more fun things come out to the fun thing to get more fun things make sense i i I mean i could you say it any clearer i think i think i probably but uh (laughs) you know uh i've i'm burned out on the day i've i've been talking for like 12 hours straight today so i'm i'm kind of at my you know okay 
Just just go to I'm the fun thing. Too, <laughs> just go to the fun thing. Yeah, but you have a drink. I don't. I'm not allowed to have that here. Uh, <laughs> You're almost done. You're almost through I'm the month, almost. baby. Oh no, Super I've been Bowl's oh, around the corner. Oh, oh wait. Uh I should probably tell you this before we go then. Uh so okay. for New Year's I made a little micro New Year's plan because that's a millennial thing we do. And <laughs> it really is. Millennials love making micro New Year's plans. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and I, I spoke up against it and said, that's so millennial and dumb. And now I'm like, you know what, though? For New Year's, I'm just going to go from January 1st until the Super Bowl, no drinks, but I'll allow yeah. myself one day to drink in between because my company, to save money, does the company party in January. So damn right, I'm going to drink at the company party. Right. Especially if I'm going to be singing some karaoke trying to win prizes. Like, Absolutely. Daddy needs a little alcohol in him. So that when he sings Dion, Wanderer, or, you know, Run Around Sue, or whatever doo-wop classic I decide to pick, I'm sauced up for it. Um, but yeah, since that midway point where I allowed myself to drink that night, I, I decided the next night, well, since they gave me this bottle of liquor that I got at the party, I might as well just drink this this weekend. So You couldn't, you couldn't even a micro <laughs> well 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 here's the thing i was a like little but here's the thing i was like you know what okay it's the one weekend i'm it's fine it's okay <laughs> just one weekend i said one day but it turned into a weekend whatever it was it was a it was a friday through sunday thing <laughs> who cares get back on the micro track yeah no didn't even make it the next weekend because the next weekend uh i i i was like hey you know what i want i want baka and I went and bought vodka. <laughs> and I started drinking vodka. But I only did it for Friday and Saturday. I didn't drink on Sunday. And uh, right. yeah, you know, and then I was like, it's okay. I won't drink this 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 past weekend. Yeah, I drank Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, so <laughs> I am so, you're so only ready. A weekend, you're only a weekend drinker. I'm just a weekend drinker now. That's I, I rearranged oh. the micro into uh I won't have drinks during the week. But it's, it's a new it's a new micro resolution. Yeah, new micro resolution. Just just tweaking it. You a know little. what it was? It was a micro resolution adjacent. Exactly. Except I don't know how I'm going to justify the fact that we're recording this on a Monday. I'm going home. It's going to be after six o'clock, and I'm going to pour myself ninety five percent vodka, five <laughs> percent soda. So yeah, I'm doing it with you, baby. I got the bourbon waiting. Uh, hey. Let's do shots from afar together. <laughs> you know I love my tequila shots, and got I can pick a bottle up all the way home. So, yes, uh, you can. Yeah. All right. So uh, no more of our alcohol uh, issues. Right. Uh, we should probably just end the show before people put us in AA. Yeah. So do your micro sign out. You stay scary, my friends. <laughs> that? that was my bobcat. Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend, and you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunters POD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time. Don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you. 